everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This is episode three of The Beauty and the Beast. Um, so, uh, Melissa has not read these. She's kind of glanced over them, but I'm the one who actually looked these ones up today. Um, so, should be kind of fun. These are more... I wanted to kind of go a little more upbeat this time around and just some more, I guess, kind of positive. It, well, the first one's kind of positive, but at the same time, pretty messed up also. So <laughs> we'll just get right into it. So, Melissa? All right. Let's see the first story here. This is a story from Twitter that I, I found on Twitter. Okay. All right. Growing up, I never liked my mother. We fought viciously. At six years old, I would scream, how are we related? I'm nothing like you. I want to be with my real parents in my real house with my boat and my dog. And my real house was fancy, by the way, LOL. She would call me a spoiled brat and say, well, where are they? Go ahead and go back to them. You have quite the wild imagination. I would even tell my friends that I had a boat and a dog and she's lying. We don't have a boat or dogs, my mom would embarrassingly explain. In college, I got a job taking photos of homes for real estate listings. One day, driving around, I saw the house from my wild imagination. I wasn't sure if I was awake or dreaming. How is there a house, detail by detail, exactly like my imaginary one? I felt sick to my stomach as I lightly knocked, not knowing what I was even going to say. A nicely dressed lady answered and screamed out my name. She sat me on the sofa and brought out albums full of photos of my wonderful life with my beautiful family, my boat, and my little white dog before I was kidnapped at three years old. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't my wild imagination, and I wasn't lying. A lot, but the strangest thing I'll share is that I wasn't able to hate her after that. Suddenly, her words plus, plus behavior my entire life made sense. It wasn't right. It was very, very wrong, but it made sense. Everything finally made perfect sense. It was the most sane moment of my life. Realizing I was never insane, lying, making things up, ungrateful, hateful, selfish, a thief, manipulating. I was none of those things. I was just a kid that wanted to go home. I left home at 15. I had already been on my own almost 10 years when I found all this out. I was also suing my mom for visitation rights for my two, for two Four of my, my yeah. okay, visitation rights for two of my younger siblings. So for privacy's sake, I'll end the story here. I decided to love, fa love both families, love one big. So like I screenshot in here, of course you guys can't see, I screenshot in here that actual post um, and it's got pictures of like after like when she's sitting in her little boat with you know, got her little dog or whatever in the house, um, little white poodle that she's got. Um, and it's like insane to think about this, but honestly, what's your take on it? I, this is insane. Like, obviously, subconsciously, she still had these memories. Not necessarily that they, you know, because we have a... 
specific think, point where I think you, she was legitimately saying yes. truth, but they were she, because she was basically brainwashed into right. saying that it was her making it up. Right. Well, it's like you can remember back to a specific point, uh-huh. you know, and so she may not have like been able to clearly like understand, yeah. but that's insane. Like, I, it's crazy because when I think about this particular story um let me go back up here when i when i think about this particular story i think if this were a movie i would be so fucking pissed off (laughs) this is definitely like a lifetime movie like well no i'm saying i would be so pissed like at the end I'd be like, bullshit, that bitch needs to go to freaking jail. (laughs) Like, there's no statute of limitations on kidnapping. Like, she needs to go to jail. Like, there's no No, loving both family. Are you kidding me? This psycho woman kidnapped you? I would really love the backstory of, like, why did she kidnap her? Or how did this happen? Well, are the other kids kidnapped? Right. That's that's exactly what I was thinking when I read the last part that it's like, she was trying to get visitation to her younger siblings, and it's like, did she, did have she them take w- those yeah. too? Yeah, where did those kids come from? Because like, it's just, it, it, I feel like if this were a movie and that's how the movie ended, I would be like, this is horseshit. That was the worst <laughs> movie ever. There's no closure. There's no like, the bad guy doesn't get in trouble. Um, I just feel like it would be incredible. It would just, it would drive me bananas. Like the. That woman needs to go to jail. And and Absolutely. one, she needs to go to jail for kidnapping. She's a crazy. Yeah, and, like, but I don't understand, like. And she left when she was 15, so it's not like she's got a relationship with right. her. Right. Well, it's like you obviously didn't get along their entire childhood. Yeah, because she took and her when like, she was old enough to know that she was not in the right place. But after enough brainwashing. Exactly. It was just her not getting along with her mom and saying made up stories. I mean, her, it worked. She, she legitimately made her believe that she was making those stories up, even though they were true and real memories. It's like, this could be 100% a movie, you know what I mean? 100%. But at the same time, like I would want justice. And if I was the mother, the woman that I would be like, uh, nah, we're pressing charges. Like we're going after Like, are you kidding me? If someone took Josie, when she was three years old, and mm-hmm. Josie f- somehow, by the miracle from God, found her way back to us, mm-hmm. and she comes to the door, we recognize her, and we're like, oh my God, Josie. Like, one, I'm going on, if I don't go on a killing spree, <laughs> I, like, I'm definitely pressing charges. Like, I'm going for this person. Yeah. Like, I'm, like they're not going to get to just continue living their life, right. not to mention... And maybe she's saying she's she was able to be around and love her siblings, even though they're technically probably not her siblings. Maybe uh-uh. she's not necessarily talking about her mom or the it. fake mom. Yeah, I don't believe it. I think she's like, I don't know. I The way she made it sound to me, the way I interpreted it was that she's totally cool with her now. Like everything's good. Well, she said she couldn't hate her, but she doesn't necessarily mean that. And she maybe she did press charges. I don't know. I don't know either. But. Anyway, I just thought that was just one. 100- I could not imagine, like, like you said, my daughter showing up on my doorstep just randomly, mm-hmm. like, insane. Yeah, I mean, 
good lord, that girl should write a book. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I think it'd end <laughs> Sell up... the rights to a movie, like something. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. But Crazy. anyway. So you guys tell us what you think in the comments. But um, this one, uh, there, the next one, is it's kind of a short... Somebody... We're going to do some shorter stories, yeah. probably. Yeah. And I mean, Melissa has some Reddit ones that she's got on her phone also. But we're going to do some shorter ones. It's just, we're going to have fun with it today. All right. On to the next one. I wrote a report about aardvarks in second grade and got so into them that I wrote a letter to a stuffed animal company suggesting they add one to their lineup. After six months, about six months later, I got a big box with a stuffed aardvark and a letter saying, we took your suggestion and we named it Clark. By the way, the guy's name is Clark. Um, uh-oh. What happened? There you go. Uh, And then the second part is... In response to a touching number of requests... And that's that's it there. He basically showed, in the picture, he showed his letter. Um, He showed what his letter looked like that he wrote to them and then what they typed uh, back to him. And it's like a picture of him. He still has it, the stuffed aardvark on, like, he's laying down with it or whatever but i just think that's freaking hilarious that's super cool too could you imagine as a kid like you know dude art barks are cool man and then having enough you know gumption to write a letter to them then they send you back an art bark right I, I just thought it was cool i don't know that's like i said it, that was a short one but i thought it was neat yeah i mean especially something like an art bark <laughs> like yeah. It's not something that it's you would totally, see for yeah, sure. It's like, a totally weird animal that most people don't even know. Yeah. And then they named it after him. That's mm-hmm. so funny. Okay. Next one. Yep. I lived in a hotel in Greece for a month in 2008. While there, I befriended a girl in the hotel who I helped teach English. Last day there... The Iraqi finance minister, accompanied by the Iraqi prime minister, came out to shake my hand and thank me for teaching his daughter, LOL. <laughs> wow. Right? Isn't that cool? I, I mean, that's the equivalency of, like, you know, let's say back in Trump era, you know what I mean? And doing something for one of his family members, have no idea that it's one of his family members and, like, like at the end or of like it. Queen Elizabeth oh, yeah. or like just some somebody is super well known mm-hmm. or like in a position of power or whatever. I, I just think it's super cool. And you just happen to befriend someone and teach them something. Yeah. I mean how I mean I don't obviously know what happened after that. I think I would probably exchange emails or phone numbers or something. Right. But I would be like, hey, I could totally come visit you in your giant palace sometime. Exactly. <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. Next one. Okay. This one is kind of crazy. It's short, but it's it's kind of crazy. I was chased by five police officers Police cars rushing my infant son who lost consciousness after multiple brain surgeries to the hospital and was put under arrest before I could get him out of his car seat at the ER. A stranger took him in and he had immediate surgery. Fox News got it live on TV. Right. I feel like 
I mean, maybe this was at a time where you didn't have a cell phone or, like, she forgot her cell phone. But I would feel like I would call 911 and be like, hey, right. all these police officers are, are chasing me because but I cannot stop. My son is unconscious. I'm trying to get him to the ER. Yeah. Like, uh, Yeah, I feel like I probably would have tried to do something like that. You know what I mean? Like, hey, can you please let those officers know that... I'm not stopping because my son is unconscious and he's had multiple brain surgeries and he's unconscious and I have to get him to the hospital, you know. And then they could like escort her there. Right. They could have radio because I mean, when I was a police officer there, you know, we had those situations. Mm -hmm. I I can remember at least one where somebody was doing that, like trying to get to the hospital or whatever. And dispatch comes across the radio and says, this is what they're stating, you know, and at that point, you know. When it turns into pursuit, there's only supposed to be two police officers in a pursuit per our policy or whatever. Right. At that point, you could say, okay, uh, let her know on the phone that I will get in front of her and escort and the other police officer can stay behind. Right. You know what I mean? And you escort them there and just verify that that's legitimately what happened. Because ultimately, you know, you want to help people. And I understand her... her speeding or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's an emergency, you know. But yeah. I I yeah, I'm with you. I feel like I would have tried calling, but this is Twitter age. But maybe that she doesn't look that old. Yeah. So like in the Twitter, but no. But one. maybe she was in shock or like you know. Yeah. In the that state of mind where you're just like, I have to get her get him to the hospital, and like wasn't thinking clearly as far as being able to be like, hey, I could call. It could be. And. And who knows how long it is from where she was to the hospital, but yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Next one. Next one. This one is. This one I think could be in a movie also, but like. Um, so this is a reply to this post. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. So it says, tell me a story about yourself that sounds like a lie, but it's absolutely true. Well, that's what the entire post was about. Oh, okay. So every one of these gotcha. are within the gotcha, that gotcha. same category of tell me a story that sounds like a lie, but it's true. So that's gotcha. what all these are about. Okay. Should probably lead with that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Anyway. Okay. I was filling out a retail job application at a Chicago mall. The 70-year-old man wearing backpacking gear comes up to me and says, I'm going to go tell the manager you found my wallet in the bathroom and I tried to give you a cash reward, but you turned it down. And he did. He did, and I got the job. <laughs> wow. Isn't that awesome? That's like uh, one of those like pay it forward things. Like, right. Dude's just walking through the mall and he sees you fill in a job application. He's like, I'm going to get him a job real quick. Yeah, that's really funny because... Like, I wonder why he chose that person to well, like, I mean, be like. Hey. I just think about like when you walk into Cabela's or you walk into some of these places. As soon as you walk in, there's a little counter now right. that says "Apply here." Yeah. So that's the only thing I could think of is like he, he just was saw just saw him and he was like, "Hey, like, I'm gonna do hey, this good deed." Yeah. By the way, I'm gonna do this for you. Just play along. Like, <laughs> I think it's awesome. That's pretty funny. But <laughs> anyway, that's a short one. But like I said, most of these are short. But Okay, next one. When I was a kid growing up in Texas, we had a cute little weenie dog named... Wait, wait, wait. You gotta tell him what the title is. Okay. 
It's called the runaway weenie. <laughs> That's why I wanted you to say it. Of course you did. Uh, Named what? Uh, Golondring? I don't know if it's like Goland, Golondring. Golondring? I don't know. It's a super weird name. I have no idea how to say that name. I, I just skipped over it when I was reading it earlier. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> I th- don't, honestly, you don't have to read these stories, well, but look, in my head, <laughs> you're not going to be able to pronounce anything well, when you do. Look, in my head, I was like, okay, I'm a dumb dumb, but Melissa could probably read this word fine. <laughs> I mean, it just, I've never it seen that name like before. It looks like a colon. Like, it looks like colon. But it spelled, starts with a G. Yeah. Goland. And then it's got. Dring, the laundering. Anyway, it's it's a messed up name, but <laughs> what I was should like, be something that's like super simple, and we're just overcomplicating it. It could be. Anyway, L- can I, I don't know. Does the name go, really matter? Go like in go this story. Landring. Go landring. In this story, does the name really matter? Yeah, it, it will. Okay, great. <laughs> anyway. just, we're gonna we're gonna call him the wiener or wiener or dog. I don't care. Just call him the dog. <laughs> One day, the gate was accidentally left open, and she got out and ran away, leaving us heartbroken. A year later, the house next door to ours sold, and our new neighbors from Kansas had the cutest little dog, a weenie dog. (laughs) A few months later, after our neighbors had settled in, we started noticing certain things about the dog. I swear it felt like the dog knew us. Every time she saw us, she would whimper uncontrollably. So one day, my parents finally decided to ask the neighbors how they had gotten the dog. They said they'd found her wandering their neighborhood in Kansas. And can't this is they live in Texas. Wow. So that is in Kansas. After taking her to the vet to see if she was chipped, they had posted signs, but no one ever claimed her. So they decided to keep her. My dad told them we had a dog just like theirs, and her name was Golden Ring. Golden, I don't know. Go Land Ring. Turns out she was actually our lost dog, and they still had her collar that confirmed it was her. Right. What? Yeah. So that one, I was like, wait a it's second. It's like a homeward bound situation, except yeah. different. Yeah. So who gets the dog, though? I'm... <laughs> Be like, give him my doggy. I know, but well, it, you feel bad because how long? I feel like this poor dog, like, accidentally, like, was sniffing something onto a train and rode a train to freaking Kansas, and then got off. Like, where the hell am I? Well, and even sound like it says it's only been a year. So, like a year later, the house next door to yeah. our sold. So it wasn't like they'd had them for years, right? But still, a year with an animal, you're going to fall in love with them. Yeah, but I'd be like, let's do co-ownership. I don't know. <laughs> let's, they're neighbors. You could just be like, oh, let them out and come to our house and then let them out and they go to their house. I just, I still like Kansas like that. It, well, obviously the dog, like it says, it would whimper uncontrollably. Obviously, it still remembered them. Right, but I'm just saying how in the heck. I, mean, I don't know where in Kansas they are. I mean, it could have been right across the state line. But, so you, yeah. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I was just, I thought it was freaking nuts. I wonder how that happened. Like, obviously it had to have maybe got picked up. And yeah. then somebody took it somewhere. Nah. And then somebody else took it somewhere. Nah, I'm going with he got on a train. <laughs> like, Fifle goes west. <laughs> he was literally like, hmm, this smells good. What's this? And he just walked on a little train car. 
And then they shut the door and he was like, oh shit, I'm stuck. And then went to <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so funny. Okay. The Divine Intervention. My grandpa raised me growing up and his favorite number was 44. Every day he had me wait with him to watch the clock change to 444. His son, my uncle, had died in a car accident and his football jersey's number was 44. Then my grandpa passed away in 2016. The next year was the worst year of my life. I wasn't religious and I didn't usually pray. But in this instance, my car had broken down and I was registering my grandpa's truck at the DMV. In the notes app on my phone, I asked for a sign that my life would change for a guardian or for a guardian angel. It was the first and only prayer I had ever written down on my phone. When the lady called me up, he, she asked what I wanted the license plate to say, state of Florida, in God we trust, or something else. And I said, in God we trust. She brought me the license plate, and the number was 4444. I immediately started crying, and my life actually did turn around in, ev- in every respect. So I, and on this one, I didn't include the screenshot, but she had a screenshot of the actual license plate. Wow. And it was like 4444, and then like it had like some other letters behind yeah, it or whatever. But the but, numbers were all fours. Yeah, the first four numbers were fours, and then it had some letters. Wow. So... And but anyway, I was like, holy crap! It's, it's insane, like those little things that pop up that you're like, Whoa. yeah, kind of like, yeah, kind of like Pam, in in Arizona after your mommy passed away. Yeah, kind of coming in your life, and she was just so similar to your mom. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Kind of like that surrogate mother yep. after your mom had passed, and it's like Definitely you can't my explain second it. Mom. Yeah, you can't explain it. You don't know how it happened or why it happened or whatever, but you're like. It's just stuff, and it, what this that one actually sounded like she was really struggling with some stuff. Like, right? I, it doesn't actually say. I mean, it just says suicidal, but, it was their but or anything. Worst but year that's of her life. that's the general <clears throat> gist of what I'm getting from the story. She yeah. doesn't ever say I was suicidal or anything like that. But I could totally see her. Like when you're at a point where you're like, "Give me a sign," you know? Yeah. Praying about something like that for someone who's never prayed before in their life. I feel like you're kind of at the end of your rope kind of thing. And so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay. Next one. The cup exchange. When I was first married back in the early 70s, one of the cups for my best dinner set got broken and I couldn't get an exact replacement. I could get the same color, but in a different shape. 40 years later, after moving 2,800 miles across the country... I went for a meal at a friend's house and noticed she had cups like the replacement one. After I told her the story about breaking a cup and only being able to get one like hers, she went to her cupboard and brought back a cup like the one I'd broken. She had had the same experience but in reverse. (laughs) So 40 years later, we swapped cups and both had a full set again. How cool is that? (laughs) How cool is that? That's... It's... It reminds me of a story I saw. I don't know if it was on Facebook or where it was, but um, they, her mom had a specific like china set pattern, mm-hmm. and um, 
she had split it with her sister or something when her mom had passed away. And something happened where she ended up having to, like, sell the china. Because, I don't know if they were, um, can't remember if it was, like, a money issue. Like, they needed the money or whatnot. So, for years, she had been looking for this china set again. Like, the same pattern of this china set. Because she just wanted one like her mom's. Mm-hmm. And... Years and years and years, and she just kept trying to find one, and she finally found one and, like, bid on it for, it was, like, an auction situation or something, and she had gotten it or won it and had messaged the people who she had won the auction for, and the guy was, like, she told them the story of, like, why she wanted this china set and and whatnot, and she, he was like, this is your mom's set. I sold it, or I bought this from... That's freaking crazy. Whoever at the time had sold it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it was her personally that sold it. It was like a family thing that mm-hmm. they had sold it. So she was like, this is your mom's set. So that was really cool. The, um, and the, Okay, so this, just to tag onto this, there was another story that I almost put in here, and it was about... Um, th- so this girl and her parents were married for years. Her senior year, they divorced. Um, they, uh, their parents lived in two different states. She ended up moving to Florida. She'd never, no, none of their family had ever been to Florida. She moved to Florida and she was at Goodwill looking at furniture and different stuff because she was like, I'm brand new here. I need furniture and all that stuff. So she was in this kitchen area and she found a book of poetry and like the kitchenware on a shelf or whatever, and she was like, "Oh, this is kind of a cool looking book." She's like, "I'm, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna buy this." She ended up buying it for a quarter. Got home, opened it up, and it literally had an inscription from her father to her mother for their thir- three year anniversary that he got her that book of poetry, and he even signed it. And then of course wow. she called, called her mom and dad, and was like talking to them about it, and they confirmed, "Yeah, that's that was the book," but. Somehow it made it from, uh, I can't, yeah, I can't remember where they lived, but it wasn't close to Florida. It Mm -hmm. was nowhere near Florida and, but it ended up in Florida at a Goodwill and then she ends up buying it. And I was like, that's pretty dang cool. That's really cool. But it kind of reminds me too of like my wedding ring. Remember I was trying to find a third band Mm -hmm. that matched the band that we had already. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a ring that they made anymore. Um, and I was talking about it to my friend in Oklahoma where we were stationed and I was like, I really am trying to find something that would go with this. And I was even looking at possibly replacing the two bands Mm -hmm. or the one band and getting it so they would be the same. And I was showing it to my friend and she was like, I have that ring. It had been from a previous relationship and she had had the same exact ring as mine. Yeah, I remember. And she sold me the other band. Mm-hmm. I remember that. It was super cool. So, like, we lived in Indiana. Well, you had gotten it in Colorado. Yeah, I, I bought it in Colorado. And But I was living in Indiana, and then we were stationed in Oklahoma. And she just happened to have that ring, and I was able to buy the, the second band for mm-hmm. it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. So weird how those ha- things happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. The bird whisperer. 
One day, I saw a hummingbird trying to fly out of my garage. It was trapped and couldn't find the opening. I held out my hand, and it freaking flew right into it. So I took him outside and let him go. A month later, in a relative's gar- garage, another hummingbird was trapped. So I went over there and held out my hand again, and this one landed in my hand too. I, of course, let him go too. My only thought was that there were they were exhausted and for some reason felt comfortable with me. Well, okay, so... This one I thought was super cool because you know how many times we had hummingbirds? So many times. In our garage. And I was trying to catch them and trying to get them out. And like, I tried that, like literally holding my hand. I'm like, just land on me and I'll take you out. But they wouldn't come near me. And eventually it got to a point where they were so exhausted when they were sitting on the window seal. And I walked over as slow as I could possibly go and picked them up. And then I took them out to like the tree out there. And I just Mm -hmm. let him sit on the tree. And he literally sat there for like... 15 minutes and then flew away once he got rested up or whatever but like i just thought this was cool because i've literally been in those situations and for a hummingbird to just fly to you and be yeah. like okay you're you can twice take, no yeah less. yeah twice like that's freaking cool <laughs> yeah. i thought it was awesome anyway yeah we i remember so many times i felt terrible for these hummingbirds just flying back and forth in our garage and we're like trying to help them get out yeah. it was awful we had so many hummingbirds at our last house mm-hmm. and it's like it seemed like during the summertime it was like every other day we'd have a hummingbird in there and i started like i got to keep the garage door closed because if, if i don't then stinking hummingbirds are going to accidentally fly in there yep. but i'd be woodworking or doing something that's freaking hot as it's 80s so hot. yeah and i'm like <laughs> yeah. i don't want to leave this freaking door closed because yeah. i'm gonna die exactly but anyway yeah but that's a cool story yeah okay the unlucky unlucky gent A couple of years ago, I was flat broke and in a store spending my last couple of bucks on ramen to get me through payday. The the lottery happened to be high, so I decided to spend my literal last $2 on a ticket. Well, this little old lady walked up behind me, and since the store was packed, I let her go ahead of me in line. She purchased one quick pick lottery ticket, and then purchased my lottery ticket and ramen and went home. A couple of days later, I saw her on the news. She was the only winner of a $90 million jackpot. If I hadn't let her in front of me, I would have purchased that ticket and I'd be a millionaire right now. Right. Oh, <laughs> my God. That would suck <laughs> that... so bad. It would be so, I mean, <sighs> man. I mean, I know there's nothing you can do about it, but I would be so pissed off. Right? I'd be like, but well, no, I don't know if I'd be pissed. I'd right. be happy you for would... her. Yeah. But at the same time, I'd be like, oh, my God, I got punched in the nuts. Yeah. That because was... you know how many times I've done that for people? Now, mm-hmm. granted, we don't have the lottery in Alabama. But right. there's so many times that I have, um, I've literally um, let people in front of me like that. Like, they got one thing, and I'm like, hey, you can go in front of me. You know, we're bu- it's super busy. Why don't you go ahead? You know, but anyway, it, I was just like, good night. That would be like such a punch but um well that's all the stories that that we have for uh today um they were a little shorter this time but we just wanted to try to be a little more upbeat um we have some friends that decided that they would like to be on the podcast with us yep so hopefully we'll have some more guests soon yeah so well they were actually going to be on today they or they were going to come on and be on this podcast with us 
but they and they said yeah we'll be there but then they ended up remembering they had already made plans with another couple so we said no big deal we'll meet another time but yeah. we got some other friends that have um agreed to be on the show also mm-hmm. um so i thought it'd be kind of cool to have different people on there talk about different things and get different perspectives and we're definitely gonna like change it up too like not just always do reddit stories or not always do like a specific thing we want to make it fun and yeah depending on who we have on who's our guests and that type of thing we'll yeah whether we're talking about do... military life or we're talking about just anything anything really. politics we are open religion. to any topic yeah animals really. whatever all that because we want we want to be i feel like we're super op- open-minded people yeah but also like i want other people's perspective mm-hmm. not just our own and yeah not just our take on everything but like uh remember when i was doing the around the table yeah and talking with people mm-hmm. those there's some of the people that i had on i think would have been cool like mom stories yep. like mm-hmm. about her growing up and like literally you know living in the kind of poverty that she lived in with all those all her siblings you know mm-hmm. 13 siblings and Definitely. like yeah and just yep. babies raising babies mm-hmm. and all that stuff like it's just crazy definitely want to like try to hear people's stories and yeah different things so if you guys have stories or cool things or whatever mm-hmm. to comment tell us your story or um send us a video or something like that to mm-hmm. Melissa's email or something and we can talk about it. But I think it's, I yeah. think just hearing about people's different stories, it, it could be about anything. It could be a happy story. It could be a crazy story. It could be crazy happy. It could be crazy but sad, whatever. So um, just uh, if you guys have something, shoot us an email. we may start an Instagram or something or something that we can post a topic and get everyone's stories on it oh, yeah, and stuff cool. like that. So that would be fun to do shows on. Um, we'll pick a topic and read out the responses. Yeah. So, so. alrighty. So that's it for episode three. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, tune in for our next episode. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.